Great morning. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Now here at this podcast, we encourage you to stretch your faith by living like God's word is true for you because it is. You have enough faith because God has measured it and he makes no mistakes. I felt I needed to say that right off the bat. That was in my spirit um, to just say that someone needed to hear that today, that you have enough faith. You have enough faith to make it. You have enough faith to take on the new job, the new responsibilities. You have enough faith to pray your marriage through to that place um, where where you're you have you have a desire for it to be um, a godly desire for it to be you have enough faith to keep praying for your children you have enough faith to pray for your enemies you have enough faith whatever it is that you need you've got enough faith for it because God has measured your faith and he makes no mistakes so I dare you today to believe God for the impossible well the title of today's podcast is Well, actually, before I get into that, I've got to tell y'all, if y'all have did not listen, go and listen now to the new podcast. We released it this week. Um, It it will air on Tuesdays at 3.30 p.m. Um, It is the podcast that I mentioned a couple months back called The Recovery Life After Heartbreak. It is me and my mom, Ever Janelle. I'm just talking about life and the goodness of God and how he has restored our relationship. So if you listen to this podcast at any time throughout the six years, I have shared different things with you about my life. And as I've stated, you know, during those times, it was never about bashing my mom or my dad or any of those things. And I think that sometimes we have to make sure that we get away from the idea that if I state something happened in my life or state that this was my perspective of something as a child and I being anybody in general, that it's It's not a matter of disrespect. It is a matter of processing your traumas, healing from them so that you can be a whole individual to walk out and do all the things that God called you to do, such as this podcast, um, the She Who Believe podcast. So listen to the recovery life after heartbreak. I promise you it's going to bless you. And not because it's my podcast and my mom's podcast, but because God is doing what he does. So go over and listen to the podcast. I promise you it's going to bless you real good. Um, and we'll be back every Tuesday um, at 8, I'm sorry, at 3.30 p.m. Um, every Tuesday. Um, it's weekly. And um, that um, in our first season, we are just, honestly, we're just recording it. And we're going to let it roll for as long as God tells us to let this that podcast um, exist. And he gives us uh, things that he wants us to share um, with the world. Because see, the reality is this, is that there is familiar trauma. There are people who I've seen on Facebook bash their parents, bash their daughters, bash relatives. And I'm not I'm saying that they're right or wrong. I'm just saying that there's this stuff is real. Like it's not just me and my mom. And But I believe that God has called us to share our story and share how he reconciled us together so that people can have hope. And even if um, reconciliation doesn't take place because sometimes love and uh issues it's not meant for there to be reconciliation there's only meant for there to be healing forgiveness and so that people can move on because some things are so toxic and so unhealthy for you mentally and spiritually 
that the best thing for you to do is to stay separated from an individual. And it doesn't matter that they're blood. Like I often hear people like um, say things like, well, that's your mom or that's your cousin or that's your brother. And you have to rebuild this. No, you don't have to rebuild it. Is it nice? Is it wonderful? Is it a blessing? It is because I'm so blessed by the friendship that my mom and I have now. And it's not perfect. Like neither of us are perfect. We didn't just become perfect because of reconciliation. But um, what I'm saying is that I'm blessed by it. I want to see people reconcile. I've always wanted to see people have great family relationships, even when my the dynamics of me and my mom's relationship wasn't great. But what I'm saying is, is that um, don't think that... Um, there aren't times where you won't be able to reconcile. But what we can tell you is that there is hope. There is healing, whether you reconcile or you don't. And that God can take something that is not good or doesn't feel good or things that happen that, you know, that are hurtful and he can turn it to good. So go over and listen to that podcast. And back to the title of today's uh, podcast. It is the need to know identity crises It's the subtitle. Um, so Miles Monroe, who, um, has since passed and, um, I honestly, my biggest regret is not listening to his sermons and reading his books while he was still alive, but the beauty of books and, and even a right now encouragement to me as an author is that when you put something like that in the earth, it remains that, that goes back to us using our purpose and walking in our purpose and using our talents for God, for the kingdom, for the world, because even though he has gone on to glory, there are all of his books, all of his teachings are still in the world. I believe they will still exist, that they will bless uh, generations to come for as long as the world remains. Um, But anyways, Dr. Miles Monroe said this, he says, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Again, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. This is why I believe that the enemy of our souls, Satan, the devil, Slewfoot, as I call him, has always tried to rob us of our identity. It began in the Garden of Eden with Eve. He caused her to question her worth and identity from God's perspective. He convinced her that God wasn't all in with her, that God wasn't all into their relationship and that he was holding something back from her. I believe that in the moment, her view of her value in God's eyes, so it was how she thought God viewed her. So you guys have all been on uh, on the opposite side of that in any relationship, sibling, relational, uh, I mean, uh, like marriage, uh, romantic, uh, all types of different relationships. We, we, uh, our perspective of what, how someone perceives us or how they love us changes. And it could be absolutely skewed, just like Satan made sure that Eve's was skewed. I believe that she felt that um, she had to take matters into her own hands and make things happen herself. She decided to rest in her own abilities, which failed her miserably. The enemy didn't stop with Eve, though. He tried Jesus in the same way. We're gonna, I'm going to read Matthews 4 and 6 um, from the New International Version, and it reads as follows. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. So he even came with the word of God, trying to question whether or not Jesus really was the son of God. But because Jesus knew his identity, knew exactly who he was, he was able to speak back to Satan and rebuke him. He was able to speak back to him and say, it is written. That's our tool. 
Jesus has taught us. When when I'm having an identity crisis, whether I don't know who I am, um, emotionally, relationally, in reference to God. See, that's the biggest thing. It's like, we've got to get our identity from God and what he has said about us. How we, Jesus, help me, Lord. Thank you, God. God makes no mistakes. I'm talking none. No matter what, no matter what, he makes no mistakes. Now, we may not always understand it. Our feelings can betray us. I can wake up and say, I feel like a cow, but that don't mean I'm a cow. I can say I identify with a cow, but you, there's no udders. You can't come yank on my udders and get milk and go sell it to store. Like, I can identify with the cow, but that doesn't make me a cow. I can identify with someone who's not worthy of the blessings and the love of the Lord. But that doesn't mean I'm not. But what it does mean is that I may not get the things that God has intended for me. Because if I don't see myself the way God sees me, I'm not going to ask him for the things he's promised me. I'm not going to believe God for the things he has guaranteed me. Again, the, the enemy lost with Jesus. But that doesn't mean he doesn't stop trying with our spouses, our co-workers, our children. For many of you, he did this as soon as you woke up this morning. You thought these things and you questioned your abilities. You even questioned God's love for you. He, he convinced you to question if God would even show up for you this time. And you know the real that plays over and over in your mind. Or as my bestie tells me sometimes, she will say, I don't know what tape's playing in your head today, but I come against it. <laughs> I come against it because this is the truth about who you are. And then she will commence to tell me the truth about who I am. Because she knows that if I'm talking in a certain way, or I'm responding in a certain way, or if, I, or if she feels or senses that I'm shrinking in a, in a situation, she's like, hey, whatever tape's in your mind, I'm I'm pressing pressing pause. I'm I'm stopping it. I'm snatching it out of the tape recorder. I'm breaking it with the truth of God, and she will commence to speak the word of God over me and over my minds, and I can receive that word because when I know it's true, not just because oh my bestie tells me whatever I want to hear. That's not how that situation works. My bestie loves me enough to tell me what God says about me, and it's it, and it doesn't have to be prefaced by her perfection of being able to believe it in every moment it doesn't have to be um it's not determined by whether or not um you know she's perfect in any way it's just truth and the word tells us that the truth of God will set us free it will absolutely set us free anytime our identity the one that Jesus paid for with his blood is questioned you better believe that old slew foot is somewhere around but I want to share a couple tools with you before I go today that can help you regulate your mind and your thoughts and to continue to believe God for what he said about you so that you can identify being the daughter or the son of God. And really, I love in the Bible how when it says son and um, when I was growing up, that would get um, interchanged like sons and daughters. And there's nothing wrong with interchanging it. It's important that we know the um the value of why the Bible says sons. In Bible time, women did not get inheritances. All the inheritance went to the sons of God. I meant to went to the sons in a family. No matter what you what how much money was left, it went to the sons until there was a time in the Bible where the daughters and I cannot remember their the the daughters of I can't remember their dad's name right now, but their daddy had no sons. And their father passed away and he was either a prophet or just a, a renowned man in the community. And they went to, I want to say it was Abraham. 
I could be getting it wrong. But check it, look it up in the Bible, Google it. It's in that read your whole Bible, you'll find it. As Pastor Torrey Roberts says. Um, but these women went and said, hey, we don't have, my dad didn't have any sons. And why we deserve to, we're his children. We deserve to receive what was left for us. But again, they knew who they were. They were able to say, we are his children. Um, but anyway, uh, I digressed a little bit. But we've got to be able to um, know who we are and identify with who God says we are. Because if I can't identify being a son or a daughter of God, then I'm not going to believe his word for me. I'm not going to expect him to show up for me. Like, I'm not out here in these streets. Like, when I was in running track or doing things at school, I didn't expect nobody else's daddy to show up for me. I expected Lawrence Bell Sr. to walk through the doors or to look over after I found out that he was actually showing up at my track meets. I just didn't see him. He was catching a bus in between jobs, get, hopping off the bus, and God just timed that thing perfectly that he was able to get there, see me run my event, get back on the bus, and go to his other job. Um, I didn't expect to have my daddy say, hey, if you're going to use the starting blocks, you better learn how to come out of them, you know, because he had ran track. I didn't expect for anybody else to show up when I was um, in an event or doing a play or had written a, a, a skit at church. I didn't expect to, I didn't look for anybody else's parents to bless me with their words. I didn't look for anyone else to say, hey, you did a great job or that a good, you know, that was a good job you getting everybody to go. I didn't expect that from anybody but my parents, my mom and dad. But if we can't identify with God being our father and a loving father and wanting to bless us and give us all the good things that he's promised us, we're not going to expect those blessings because we can't identify as his. Today, I pray to God that you will believe as a child of God, that you are sincerely God's child. And it does not matter what you did prior to, what you did yesterday, five minutes ago. The blood of Jesus cleanses. That means it's a continuous thing. It's cleaning you. It's strengthening you. It's helping you. It's going. But every promise is for you. And if you are not a child of God, or you're trying to figure out if you actually got this whole child of God thing right, if you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, then hit us up hit the um um the um button on anchor fm uh dot com forward slash vivian dash bell which is the um page for our for this podcast and hit that little button and ask a question if you're on spotify ask a question um if you're not email us at info at minding what matters now.com and put a question mark in the subject line even if you don't even know what questions to ask just a question mark in the subject line then we will reach out to you and we can discuss this thing about your salvation because not only do we want you to get the things that god has for you we want you to get the main thing which is salvation of your soul and then also the salvation of your life the salvation of your family the salvation of your business the salvation of your mind your mindset and the way that you think we want you to have total salvation because that is what god came to give us but to your tools the first thing is you have to remember that you cannot believe everything that you think I've shared here on this podcast how our first lady shared with us a couple years ago that the enemy speaks to our spirit in the first person. I'm tired. I'm not enough. I'm stupid. I'm this. I'm that. Because once you know what God has said about you and you practice the belief of that every single day, any thought that comes opposite of that is from the enemy. So you cannot trust everything you think. You got to run that thing through the filter of the word of God. 
next um i would um advise you I, i will remind you that you have the power to change your mind or as the bible calls it renewing our mind which also changes the trajectory of our thoughts which will change the trajectory of our actions and our results Set aside time every day, at least in the mornings before your day gets started to make declarations based on the word of God over your life. And then the main thing is study the word of God because you can't know his word if you're not studying it. Yes, God will speak to you in prayer time, but there's some things you're going to get from the written word. So we need to study God's word. We need to meditate on it and let it become our only truth. Make time to listen to God. Ask him who you are to him and how he sees you. And then get ready for a boatload of confirmations throughout your day. God will confirm his word. Not only will he speak it, but he will confirm it. He, so I've had God confirm things with songs. And sometimes because he He does that, he will send a song through my friend Anna. And she'll be like, oh, God gave me a song for you. And, and, and it's right in line. And sometimes it's in a place where I might be struggling or like pressing through to believe him for something. He just spoke to my spirit and boom, Anna will send me a song. Here, here's a song for you that God gave me today. And I know that it's more than just a human a human person giving it to me because first, Anna's not operating in that kind of spirit of like, I'm going to just send this to you and say, God told me to give it to you. He absolutely will speak to me through song. He'll speak to me directly through song. He'll give other songs to give to me. He'll give somebody a word to share throughout the day. It could come as a text message. It could come as a YouTube short from somebody you don't even know. But God will send the confirmation of his word continuously over and over and over again because he wants you to know that it's true he wants you to know that it's his word for your life and he wants you to embrace it so if you're struggling with embracing the truth of god's word don't worry about it he'll confirm it for you and then um also remember that god desires for you to live the abundant life that christ came to give the only way that this truly happens is by knowing who you are and identifying yourself with the promises of God that he has made to you as his child to all of his children now if there was a check at the bank for a million dollars with my name on it and I arrived at the bank to pick it up I would have to show proper ID or I will not receive the check God has given you a new identity through Jesus Christ as his child but unless you identify with what God has said about you who you are you will never ever access all that he has for you now i want to say that this doesn't mean that you won't be blessed but what it does mean is that there are miracles with your name on it that you won't ask for and there are certain things that we get only by asking but again if i don't believe that god loves me if i don't believe i'm his daughter if i don't believe that um all the promises he made me it's true i'm not gonna boldly come before the throne of grace and receive mercy or in other terms answers miracles signs and wonders today i want you to get all of your stuff i want you to know that as a child of god all of heaven is at your disposal today but even if you can't believe it for yourself I'm believing it for you today. If you're listening to this podcast, I am believing it for you and I am praying for you. And you have listened to the podcast, our sixth season. When I think about this, I I bless the name of the Lord. If you haven't heard about 
how the podcast came about, go back to the first season, listen in. Because when I tell you that God has done such an amazing thing, and not just because I have a podcast and people listen to it and it's been listened to in different nations and countries, but because God has kept his word and he keeps keeping his word and he keeps giving me a word to share. And so trust me when I tell you I am no better or more qualified than anybody else this old girl just chooses to be crazy enough to believe God I pray you'll join me in your belief of him until next time you've listened to the podcast again I am your host Vivian Bell and I am indeed she who believes God bless you and have a blessed remainder of your week